Last time on Heller High Water. You're all awoken with with distant shouting. It seems to be coming from where the shore would be. There are nine armored and armed very well warriors who are just cresting the hill coming into the village. There is a a a tall, handsome man. And he's got long red hair and one piercing blue eye. Um, you can see that his canine teeth are covered in gold, which glint off the morning light. To say that Skogrund is a poor village is an understatement, but they still owe a tithe. Craig standing behind me, and he is also like just glaring at this guy. Arnas is the grandma who is dealing with a hangover. They began coming here and taking tribute about six months ago. We have not the defenses nor the warriors to repel them. And after we accepted our fate the first time, they've just kept coming again and again and again. I'm unsure that they can and will kill you if you try to fight them. I think we need to go to these other Jarls and ask them for help, because as fueled by rage as we are, I don't think that we could fight all of them by ourselves. Jarl Gundasar, are you going to be okay? You know, Ulf, you ask me that a lot, and I fear the question is, are you? Welcome to Hell or High Water. I'm Luke, your game master for this 5th edition Viking encampment adventure. And with me today are our raiders. Hello, I am Ulf. Hello, I am Arn. I am Veruna. I am Grandma. So last time y'all were uh, confronted by Gunnar Goldtooth and his band of raiders who've been kind of picking on this little village here where Gundus is in charge. Talk to her a little bit, and then uh, decided you're going to go find out what Jarl Thorgerson in the south was uh, all about. Uh, before heading out, you have the option to explore the village, look around, talk to people, figure out a little bit more information about the area or what's going on. That's entirely up to you. Arn has some things he needs to do in the village. Does anyone have anything for Arn before he disappears? No. No. Good. Arn is going to go find someone there and... Oh, I've already just remembered there was no Kierganger in the village. Uh, I am going to go ask... Where Are we still next to the Jarl? You just left the longhouse. So, no. Got it. Uh, I go and find the nearest person and ask them who knows the most about the forest outside of whichever Jarl I'm going to go find. Uh, so you kind of walk around, you find you know, someone just going through the, uh, the center of town on their way to work, and you stop them and they look a little confused. Like, what, what do you mean? Like, what? 
Who are you nope. talking? I don't even know who you are. What are you? What? I am Arn. That is obvious. Next question. Oh, what oh. is the, for the forest off to the south? Does anyone travel there? Uh, I don't really go there myself. You... Oh, you should you should go talk to Avind. He's uh, he's usually down by the beach. Okay, you've been most helpful. Good luck with whatever you are about to go do. Oh, okay. And he like hoists his hoe over his shoulder, and he he walks towards the edge of town where the uh, fields are. Oh, I thought this was a family show. <laughs> Grandma got it. Anywho. Ah, so I would like to go down to the beach and find this Avind character. Okay, the walk to the beach is about 10-15 minutes, depending on your pace. Uh, what else is everyone else doing? I'm checking Craig on our supplies and waiting for the Jarl's person to get back to us um, because they said they were giving us some additional supplies for the journey. Okay, so Grandma heads over to where Gregory is is tied up. That was tied up for the evening, not following her <laughs> so he, into the longhouse. What you're saying is he was tied up, and then he escaped. Uh, I'm saying he did not follow you in the longhouse because he was tied up. Good, good. All is and, as it uh, should be. <laughs> and as Grandma's checking the packs and and making sure everything is is sorted and everything's still there, as she's a little cautious. Overly so, uh, because of her background. But and she looks across this village and uh, notices it's it's a relatively busy town. During the day, there's people milling around; they're at work, and the town is full of the sounds of industry. Um, you hear the banging of hammers on metal. Uh, you hear like hawkers and merchants, you know, selling folks pretty much anything that you could think of as far as a small village goes. Um, dried fish, meats, jewels, things like that. Um, and then there's, of course, the children running around, still playing as usual, just as the night before, the one that ran into Grandma. Uh, playing, shouting, pretending to be fighters themselves, and they chase each other around the streets. Uh, the older children are also at work, as they should be, running around and doing errands for the older people in town. Uh, what you notice is strange is that most people of a like a young adult age are missing. There's either kids, older kids, or more veteran people. So we're talking 40s, 50s, and on. So the mid-20s through 30s, that, that demographic seems to be out of place. It's interesting. It's the Jarl about that. Actually, no. I'd like to tell my, my fellow teammates about that. Is anyone lost? Bruna? Oh. Um, I don't really have anything I need to do in town, but I, am I able to do like um like a rune reading to see how our journey is going to go? Is that something we can do? Uh, I suppose you could. So Varuna digs about in one of her pouches for her runes. I'm completely ignoring Grandma trying to tell her about the situation with the village going on and what she <laughs> noticed was odd. Yeah, that uh, sounds right. Ulf? Ulf is practicing with the uh, new knife that they received 
Um, doesn't feel right necessarily in his hand, uh, but he's trying to carve something out of uh, a piece of wood that he found. But definitely being a loner. Wolf okay. and Gundus's uh, initials, he's carving it into a bench. Yeah, ooh, yeah. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> into a tree, right outside so, the longhouse. So Wolf also it. completely oblivious to what Gamma uh, <laughs> is trying to tell the, the two of them who are still nearby. Arn is on his way down to the beach. Um, I'm so sorry. Grandma, did you want to grab someone from the street? Did I hear that correctly? Yes. Not to know if anyone was wandering past, you know, friendly. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You can find a random person just milling about, doing their errands and, you know, their their work normal. Hey, you, a person that lost to me in a drinking contest. <laughs> Hey, you, do you remember when I beat you in a drinking contest? No, that's right, you don't. <laughs> Lightweight. <laughs> where's, uh, where's all your able-bodied youngsters? So, Grandma flags down someone walking by. It's a younger gentleman, and she asks him this odd question. He's like, I'm able-bodied, look at me, I'm working, I'm doing errands, what do you want from me? Really young people and a really lot of older people, but nothing, nobody really in between. Yeah, that's yeah. A, a lot of a lot of them. Um, they uh, they they died. My my parents were were also part of them. They they died too in in the the, the battle a few years ago. That's where uh, you know, the the old jarl he he got killed too. That's why Gundis is in charge now. She's really nice, but I don't think she knows what she's doing. This big, this big battle. Who was that with? Just a neighboring jarls that got together, and then us and and uh, the jarl in the south. They we we fought them off. We did pretty good. A lot of people died though. The the jarl in the north. He came late. That I think that's what. At least that's what the older people say. I wasn't there, so I don't really know. But what I what I can tell is the the guy in the south, the old Jarl, they're good friends, and then they were fighting him off, and the guy in the north, he, he showed up late after everyone kind of got killed, and and then he he kind of just kind of cleaned things up, you could say, I, I think. But I they don't like talking about it much. I don't know a lot but yeah yeah the older folks they they don't like talking about it they lost a well we lost a lot of of people can can i go back to work now lady thank you we kind of awkwardly shuffles off now kind of uh completely sidetracked in his mind from from his day's errands i'll fit in really well with uh me and ulf (laughs) just completely sidetracked (laughs) So, uh, Verona, uh, make yeah. a Fadewise check to cast some runes. Uh-oh, guys. Uh, I got an... <laughs> I got an 11. So, so you take out the runes, and you, you, you shake them up like dice, and you toss them on the ground in front of you. You look at them, and you walk around them in a small circle, look at them at a different angle, and you kind of step across and look at them from a different angle. And then you, out loud, you go... Yep, that's just what I thought. And you scoop them up again, put them back in your pack, but you have no idea what any of it meant. 
No, no, no. Not the ruin said, ask again later. <laughs> the wireless customer you're trying to reach is no longer available at this number. <laughs> Something's wrong with my runes. I think I need to get a new, new set. Yeah, make sure you get that update. All right. That's all I got. Okay. So, Arn, you, yeah. you reach the beach. Um, it is not a, a soft, nice, sandy beach. It's it's made up of a lot of like stones, flat stones, um, basically shale. And there's some sharp, some worn smooth by the waves. It's really uneven. So not not a great place for recreation. It's specifically business. This is a harbor where boats can stop for trade and then move on. Um, the waves, they lap really quietly thanks to the geography of the place. There's a bay that looms in the shape of a warning island out in the bay. And there's uh, several small fishing boats moored to wooden posts that have been embedded into the beach. Uh, there's some fishermen here, or um, you, you pick up a couple children running around, uh, hiding in like the bushes on the sides of the beach playing games, pretending to be warriors, um, pretending to be raiders, jumping off of ships and whatnot. It's it's salty because you're very you're right next to the ocean. That's obvious in the air, and and because of the season, it is a biting wind. It, it chills you even through your your furs, and you you don't really know how far the sea goes until it reaches more land. the The furthest you personally have seen is not too far from shore, maybe a couple miles out to where the shore is just on the horizon. And then on the other side, there's just been a canvas of water. So you really don't know how far out the sea goes. And you have a moment where you look out at the waves and reflect at that moment where you felt so small in the middle of the ocean. And then you look around some more and then you take notice of one man who seems to be like the head fisherman of a group of guys. And, you know, tell them, you know, go take those out, you know, head down this direction, you know, this far off the coast. Should be some good fish there. Uh, if not, come back. We'll see what else is there. Uh, it's getting late in the season, so not that fish really have seasons as crops do, but the definite ways that the fish move about the ocean um, will change with the tides. Next time on that Geographic Iskaloft. Anywho, so I go up to that person and ask him if they've seen or heard of this Ovid character. Ovid? Ovid? I can't say that I've heard that name before. And you're you're speaking to a man somewhere in his fifties. He's he's got leathery skin and a salt and pepper beard. Looks like he's been fishing for quite some time. The the salty air has really done a number on his complexion. Um, he's got uh, pretty hard hands. There, they look like they've seen some work like every day of his life. And uh, his his salt and pepper beard is met with a completely bald dome um, that's also weathered and tanned. Yeah, the a gentleman in the village told me I'm looking for a Ovid character. I need information about the forest to the south. Do you know of anyone? Oh, oh, I, okay. Yeah, you must mean Avind. And, yeah, yeah, um, that's what I said, Avind. Avind, yeah. yeah, 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 that's me. Hi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were the one I was looking for all this time. I knew it. 
So, who are you? What, what do you want to know about the forest? I am Arn. I want Arn. to know what kind of creatures are normally found in this forest. Normally? Oh, well. That's pretty easy. I mean, deer, hare. You know, just, you know, stuff you find in forests. Ah, uh, uh, that... no bad. What? I said that makes sense. Is there stuff that you would not normally find in a forest in this forest? Well... You know, there's there's been some bad days now. It's it's become an age of wolves, not just from Gunnar and his men, but uh, real wolves, big wolves, have been plaguing the woods more than ever. Yeah, lots of farmers lost some sheep to them, and uh, you know, there's there's a gentleman by the name of Uthor lives out in the woods, knows more than me, but uh, we haven't heard from him for a while. Is this Uthar? Is he more like your cure ganglers? You could call him that. I don't think he's got the official title, but uh, I mean, eh. that's okay. I don't know if I do either. He's got a bow. He's got some arrows and and some spears, and he he does some hunting. So he he knows a thing or two. Where is this gentleman's home? Do you know? Well, uh, you can take a straight shot into the woods towards uh, Thorgir's place, and. Uh, You'll you'll see it eventually. It's in a pretty nice clearing. Good. Have any people gone missing in these woods lately? Ah, not since the wolves started showing up. Uh, we kind of stay out of there. Been sticking mostly to our farming and and the fishing. Uh, we haven't gone hunting in quite some time since the wolves took over the forest. These wolves are new, I take it. Relatively, I mean, there there used to be not so many. There's always been wolves around, as you know, as but uh. It's been odd. Just the last oh, year, maybe? A few months? It's hard to say anymore. Mm. But, yeah, the, there's been quite a few more now. Indeed. Have you been making your the local sacrifices to the old gods? Well, of course, yeah. We, we let Bodvar handle that. And any kind of time there's supposed to be a sacrifice, he's supposed to be the one that tells us. I stick to making sure the fish get fished. And the people stay fed. That's my job. Respectable Avind. Okay, Master Fisherman. Thank you for your wisdom. I am leaving now. Oh, oh, okay, goodbye. Entirely awkward, gentlemen. Okay, so having gathered my supplies, I move to go find the rest of my party. Okay, so in the time that it took Arn to walk down the beach and have that conversation walk back, what's everyone else doing? Ulf is uh, sharing his his carved horse with uh, Veruna and Grandma. Like, does this look like Craigery? I tried to make this look like Craigery. Yeah, it's very good, actually. I'm very proud of you. Wow, like you even you even got his lazy eye and everything. Yeah, yeah, I tried. I tried. Grandma, it's a, it's a very very nice carving. Very nice carving. I how, why does he have four like four extra legs though? Uh, I, I thought I did the first four very good, and I thought, why stop there? I like it. I think that that really adds a lot. And you're right, the first four legs are very nice. I was going to give this to, um, the Jarl. Do you think she would like it? Yes, I do. I think she'd like it. I think, uh, I could tell that, uh, she had really taken to Gregory, so she, she will be very happy with this. 
Meanwhile, we uh, we we've gotten our supplies while we were waiting for uh, for Arn to come back. So we're all we're all set to go. And several times, Ulf and Grandma asked me what the rune said, and I just <laughs> yes. completely avoided answering them and just kept talking about this carving of Gregory. We want to go find Arn. Is he coming back? Did he? Did he? He get said he was coming wolf? to us. Okay, yeah. So Arn rides up to the group. As as right. all of you are arguing about what's going on here, uh, a group of people who seem to be embroiled in some kind of argument approach the three of you. They they kind of shove through people, and and there's there's at least half a dozen of these these arguing folks coming towards you, and they look at Varuna, and they say, "You, you don't know us." No. Perfect for this. Oh, okay. My land is right over here. And their land is right over there. And the line between them keeps getting crossed over by them. And then the the older gentleman says, No, you're the one that keeps crossing over the border on my side. You need to stop farming those potatoes on our side of the land. Oh, no, 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 no. You, you're the one that keeps planting that damnable wheat on my side of the boundary. And a young woman in, in her early, early 20s pushes through and says, I just married their son. And they said that the dowry wasn't big enough. And I totally disagree. I think it was fine. A young man pushes through, says there should have been Weregelt to be paid to the owner of a draft horse I sold them, and it trampled my poor cousin. And they deserve to I'm be so paid sorry. for that kind of injury. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That sounds that sounds pretty rough, not going so to lie. Just a bunch of complaints about from one family to another, and they're asking you, Varuna to make decisions on these things because you are an impartial law speaker. That is true. Um, What since when? uh, Well, as a vulva, um, it's kind of like an honorary law degree. So when have you ever been impartial about anything? Make sure you never miss an episode of Hell or High Water. Make sure you follow us on all our social media handles. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube under Viking Encampment and Twitter and TikTok under Viking Encampment MM. You can also follow the podcast at HOHWCast on Twitter. That's HOHWCAST. We are also excited to announce that we have a Patreon account. Yay! You can find us under Viking Encampment, and there you can find several different tiers, including a $5 tier where you will get early access to your favorite podcast episodes. Make sure to check us out. We would greatly appreciate your support. Your generous donations help us produce more and more content to keep you entertained during these quarantine months and beyond. We greatly appreciate anything you can do to help us out. Thanks, bye.
So anyway, uh, so let's see. The first thing, tell me a little bit more about your land. Uh, when when was um, when were each of your farms built? Were they built at the same time, or was one built first? They they basically start talking over each other, and the timelines are really blurry because these are these farms have existed in their families for generations. And they keep arguing about whose grandfather was the one to settle the land first. And, oh, my grandfather's grandfather was the one that created the blah, blah, blah. And they, they keep pushing their generation gaps further and further back to beat each other. It doesn't seem that they're, they're really in the mood to deal with reality. Me too. <laughs> so I heard that one of you make farms potatoes. What was the other thing you farm? I believe it was wheat. Yes. Wheat and yeah. potatoes. Ooh. Gluten versus non-gluten. Who will win? <laughs> oh my goodness. That I see it is you are complaining that your land is being invaded, yes? They keep tilling over my potatoes. They keep tilling over my wheat. And they, they go back and forth more and it looks like they're they're getting really close to blows. I will put my shield in between them so they can't hit each other, first of all. And I will say, listen, you need to calm down and listen to me, okay? Potatoes, a delicious food. You know what is really delicious? Pancakes made with potatoes. You can make potato pancakes and you could supply some wheat to add a little extra... Uh, oomph to the, po the potato pancakes. You could go into business together and then share the profit. I'm what? hungry, guys. I don't know. I'm hungry. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, folks, <laughs> never an impartial juror ever. Whose plants are currently planted? I think they're both planted and they just keep tilling over each other's lines. Why don't you put up a fence? Well, how are we going to know where the fence goes? Don't you, do you know where the property line is? Or is that your big old problem? That seems to be the big old problem. <sighs> hmm. Hmm. Guys, any suggestions? I uh, don't have any experience in land surveying. I think that both of them should put a 10 foot long in between their lands. And they would both give up the use of the land. Or decide that one could plant and then the other one could plant and they could share it. So what do you think? Do you want to give up the land? Ooh, ooh, ooh. That crop rotation? They they kind of look at Grandma just dumbstruck that she has such good re resolution <laughs> to their problem and Varuna is just talking about potato pancakes <laughs> and belching in front of them. They're very confused. Uh, well, do you want to do you want to give me the land? I could use some land. I don't have any land here, and if neither one of you agrees whose land it is, it can just be mine. She will take it from you. Hey, 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 that spooky, she will. Hey, spooky lady. Yeah. Maybe you should just throw your runes on the ground, stare at them for a minute or two, and then tell them the gods say you should share this land. Oh, this that's year, a good plan. This year you get the land. What? That's blasphemy! You can't. Make Who up told all knowing Luke? All right, hey, listen, listen, listen. I 
can read the runes, and I promise you I will not lie. I will cast them, and I will let the gods decide who gets the land, or if you will share. All right? I throw my runes on the ground. I'm not even waiting for them to answer. They're ticking me off. Uh, neat. Sharpening I... my axe. About I... to have what some I... land. <laughs> grandma? I put the shield between Grandma and the two guys. Yeah, that's not what we meant by putting you in a retirement home, Grandma. You, you don't have a big enough shield. Dang. Okay. Uh, Alright, so what do I roll? Uh, just a sideways? It would be a sideways to read the runes. <laughs> I got an eight. <laughs> Grandma gets some land. <laughs> so I will I will look at the runes and I will think very hard and we'll look up at them and I'll look back down and I will say, Ah, yes. I see. Very interesting. It looks as though the gods in all of their mighty wisdom want the two of you to share the land and let your families be friends again. Do I have to roll like a deception? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was just rolling insight for everyone. No! I, I got an eight! Dang it! The, the arguing between them dies down as they're listening to what you're saying and then it Almost like a tidal wave, they start yelling at you because they they know you're lying. They they have every mm-hmm. reason to believe that you have no idea what you're talking about. Ulf mm-hmm. mm-hmm. does not like this, and Ulf takes their knife and just kind of holds on to it very fiercely, and just very very slowly says, "You do not talk to her like that." All right. Well, I'm going to move on to the next people. I'm done with these guys. Hey, hey, hey. Whoa, 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 whoa. She's the one that's lying. She's the one making stuff up about what the gods are saying. Do you want to keep Wait. your land or do you do you want to give it up to grandma? I, uh, uh, it's one or the other. We can flip. We can flip a rune for it. What do, what do you want to do? You, you're a, a small voice in the back says we should talk to Bodvar and everyone turns and looks like this young child and goes that kooky guy I'll be better than these lot and they storm off to go find Bodvar Grandma did you want to go with them or (laughs) I just wanted them to look at me like I was crazy and slowly back away in horror because I was going to take their land I like that. Uh, so did everyone leave or just those two guys? No, every the, the whole crowd left. They're, they're like, we like, no, no, lost no. faith in, in you as a law speaker. Abs- like, All no right. faith whatsoever. Well, I, I, I helped them uh, realize that they should speak to Boldvar. And so I feel as though this was a success. Yeah, you definitely won this round. I'm very <laughs> proud of myself. Good success. I am so, putting a gold sticker on my shield right now. So the the older gentleman, uh, the older Huskarl, steps out from the longhouse and he waves 
towards the four of you as if he's got some news. Oh wait, I'm already back here again. Yeah, yeah, you've you've approached. Oh, Horn so rides up, and he's he's on a riding horse, and following not too far behind him is a an older hunting hound. Hold up. Who is this little cutie? I am Arn. No, no, no. I said cutie. Yeah, yeah. Arn. Aw, I'll pet the dog and I will say, hello, Arn. No, that's Barky. Barky. Yeah, Barky. (laughs) A good, strong name. He reminds me of it every day. (laughs) Oh, Barky, I love him already. Uh, where, where the heck did this guy come from, though? Turn and look at my shoulder and ask my hawk. I don't know, hockey. Where did we get Barky? Wait, hold on. What's going on here? Yeah, perch, perch on Arn's shoulder is is a very nice looking hawk. It looks like to be trained well. It's got a leather thong around one of its ankles, and uh, it looks like it has almost like a collar, but it's more of like a hood. So, if you've ever seen trained hawks, they have those those blinders you can put on them. Where did you get the dog and the hawk? That's you were gone for like what 20 30 minutes. How much money did you have? See, this is why I keep yelling about the Craggery. I have been traveling with all of you for like a while now, and you have never noticed Barky, Hockey, <laughs> or the horsey here. None of you have noticed you this. You always talk these. about Craggery. Yeah, no, Arn has a horse, he's got a hockey, and, and he's got a barky. Not good at naming things. I disagree. Ufendars are very good at naming conventions. Very pragmatic. This Arne, is a horse, so he's horse. Bow shooty too? No, it's pew pew. <laughs> yeah, it is pew pew, because that's what it does. It goes pew pew. And the right. spear I call affectionately Stabby McStabberson. Everyone uh, has a sudden realization that, oh yeah, whenever Arn's around, there's a hawk flying around, and they kind of think back, like, yeah, that's kind of weird, but I never remember him, like, having trained it. And uh, the horse and dog, yeah, is surprised to you, but he might have just been here before and left them to be picked up later. I picked him up at doggy daycare. Good old <laughs> evening. So, Sven, the, the horse Carl, is still standing there, like, Trying to get y'all's attention. Wanders over. <laughs> I go up to him. Did you see this guy had a hawk and a dog and a horse uh, before that's today? Not my because problem. this is news. Magni has uh, your supplies there. I just head down the road to the local farm. They've given up some things for you to make the travel with. And he's he's obviously very tired. Uh, it's just the same as he kind of appeared the night before. It looks pretty hungover, but. Seems to be very used to it. So we should erase the part earlier in the game where I said that we'd already gotten the supplies because we were waiting around. I missed that. But um, yeah, they weren't delivered to you at that point. Then who gave us these supplies? Wait a second. These are apples. These are candles. Checked again. Loki! I I show him the horse and I, the horse that I carved and I just say, would you mind giving this to your uh, your Jarl? Uh, you know, there was a day... Oh, never mind. You wouldn't appreciate it anyway. And he grabs a horse and heads back on inside. 
I like that guy. He seems very nice. Your deception has improved. Thank you. Alright, we got our supplies, and we're heading south to Jarl Torgerson. You got your supplies, she hears, and we all heard a chip bag open, and you start to eat them. <laughs> That's not how supplies work, spooky lady. It wasn't It wasn't chips. It was mini Reese's peanut butter cups. I, of course. Not a sponsor. But if they wanted <laughs> but to. But add us. Add us. But like. But like yeah. us on Patreon to. and give us supplies, please. Come on, Reese's. So, yeah, everyone uh, heads out of town. Arn, are you carrying supplies on Horsey? Horsey is carrying my supplies, yes. Okay. Oh, wait, so Horsey is just carrying your supplies, but Gregory has to carry mine, Grandma's, and Ulf's supplies? Yeah, because for That's the fine. first He's... two episodes, you guys wouldn't even acknowledge Horsey. You only talk about Gregory. That's fair. Gregory can handle it. He's a strong boy. All right, let's go. Onward, I will sing a traveling song. It's not a spell, I'm just singing. Okay. Well, yeah, well, while Spooky Lady's doing all of that, I'm going to tell them about what I learned from Doggy Daycare Guy. Okay. And tell them about the forest, and we need to go find this Uthor guy. in Because the, there are a lot of wolves going on in this forest, and that's not normal. Okay. Okay. Did he tell you how to get there? Yeah, yeah, we're going to follow this road, and we're going to go straight into the forest, and there's going to be a clearing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hockey says this is a good plan. Oh. Well, if Hockey says so. So it doesn't take you very long to, to reach the farm just outside the village where um, the other whose Carl is waiting with your supplies. Again, standing, standing there on the side of the road with a stack of barrels for for your perusing uh, is a wiry woman late late forties, um, but you know despite her age and the and the um, climate she she's strong and stands there confidently. As you approach, you see her her gaunt face, long braided black hair, and a scar that runs across her face, um, the shape of forked lightning. Uh, she looks at you very stoically, and yet. Um, kind of reserved judgment. Hello. Hello. Uh, your supplies here. And take what you need. Uh, this this farm is kind enough to help you on your way, so that you can help the rest of the village. Just be sparing with it, would you? So very much. Uh, this we are very, very, very grateful for this. Right, so we said four down there. What was that, Grandma? Go down there. Go down where? To we take our supplies and can I talk to Scarface Lady? Sure. Cool. Hey, Scarface Lady, have you heard of any uh, wolves going around by this farm lately? There's plenty of wolves. The the trouble with the wolves is they're becoming bolder. There's more and more of them now. Uh, Sad to say that not many people go into the woods and survive or come back. Of course, they might make it through and decide not to come back because of the wolves. But whatever the case is, we keep finding traps destroyed. And these farmers on the edge of town, they, 
they say more and more livestock keep going missing by the day. Uh, there, there's a small tribe of your people, not too far west, just a couple days. They've never given us any trouble, but it's just been quite some time since we've heard from them. I fear that the wolves may have, uh, well, taken care of them. Mm, that is a possibility. You said they were to the west? Yes, not far, just a couple days. Have you heard from... Uh, someone told me about this Uthar person. Do you know where he is, or have you seen him lately? Uthar, yes. Well, I've not heard from him lately. He was uh, kind of a trapper for the previous Jarl. But since the wolves started, I haven't heard a thing from him. you know Harry Potter lady where uh, he normally is? Well, if he's around, you'd either find him hunting or trapping in the woods or at his, uh, his, I suppose you could call it a home. How far away is this, as you say, so-called home? Uh, from here, it's maybe a day. Maybe. It's just to the southwest. It's not too far. Hmm. Are you aware of any strange-looking wolves going on in this forest? Or do they all appear to be normal? Just bold? Well, I've, I've only seen normal wolves, so I'm not sure what you speak of about odd wolves. You know, really big wolves or wolves that seem to stare back at you and know things. Oh, I'm not going to guess what a wolf's thinking, but I'm sure they've stared back at me quite a few times. Yeah, normally they think, ooh, food, or ooh, not food. Side and note. You would be one to know, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe even that oof oof over there would know. Yeah, I know. See, he knows things. I suppose you drink too. What, not about drinking? You said you know things, and I suppose you drink too. Yeah, how did you know? Just a guess. They, you are all drinks. knowing Luke. I hate, I hate everyone in this group. <laughs> <laughs> and we are called admission success. Good, good. Are uh, we are going to the southwest? We're taking a detour. It's what I'm, what I'm understanding I... is on the. Yeah, table. thank you, Harry Potter lady. I uh, w moved to speak to the group and tell them I think it would be. Who the hell is this Harry Potter? I don't know, <laughs> Lightning Scarface McQueen. That well, anywho, um, I think group it would be very good for us to go and safely see if we can find this Arn and then see my people. They might have moved on. It's entirely possible that we are very nomadic, but uh, it does not make sense for wolves to be attacking like this unless something's going on in those woods. I think it'd be a good idea to check it out. I think that a, bri a brief detour to go see Southwest for a day is in order, but I think that we can, uh, we can hit up the four-day West settlement on our way back from the yes. south when we're going to the north. So what? Oh, okay, so Arn, nudge, Arn takes his uh, supplies and nudges his horsey forward to start heading to the southwest. I will follow, and I will continue to sing. Not a spell, though, just singing. Do we want to continue to the discussion, or do we want to go west now, or do we want to go west after we talk to the person in the south? Well, if there are wolves in this forest that could potentially hurt us along our journey anyway... I think we should try to take care of that. Yeah, and Barn also thinks it's going to be really hard to convince a local Jarl to send people into forests where there's tons of wolves wandering around. 
Yeah. That is also true. So I vote go check out the wolves and then we'll go talk to Jarl Torgerson once we know that the way is clear for his people to join Jarl Gundis. South for another 12 days instead of four. Okay. 12 days. Why are we going 12 days? Southwest and then theoretically three days straight west and then we have to go all the way to the south. This might help to visualize for you. Ooh, this is so fancy. For those who are just listening, Luke has pulled up a map for us to look at. How the hell do I see this map? Um, if you click on click on watch stream, it'll. Oh god, I have to watch him stream. I don't want yes. to do that. This is a family show. No, this is Hell or High Water Nights. Oh, I see, I see. Okay, so Vernon goes, "Let's go!" <laughs> and starts rocking completely the wrong direction, and Arn and everyone else kind of look at her and uh, Ver- Veruna. No, no, no. Oh, she'll figure it out. Arn sends hockey <laughs> after her to dive bomb her head. Hey, why aren't you guys saying... Oh, they're gone. Wait up, guys. I will run. Huh? Oh, no. What did you lose? But what did you lose? His voice? Oh, this is going to make for oh, an interesting no. DM experience. I'm sensing he says Arn found treasure. Yes, lots yeah. of treasure. Sounds exactly like something. We won like the game. Oh, you yeah, win yeah, the yeah. game. You win 100 million experience points. And the end. No, no, no. So Barky goes and finds a treasure chest, and then the wolves are actually speaking Ulfendar. I think that's how they, the language. And I understand them, and then they're like, hey, Yo, we got some cool stuff over here. You want it? And I'm like, yeah. I do. <laughs> and so then we get lots of wool and treasure. And then we go buy an army down in Thor Gierikson's and probably shout that there are too many Jotuns down here to deal with, knowing that that would summon Thor down there because Thor and Jotuns, it's just bound to happen. And then we pay Thor lots of money. To go up north, he smashes the whole bad place with that one little jerk that stole not Wolf Wolf's knife. And then, yeah, we, we tell them they're all Jotuns. Loki did it. Thor destroys the entire village. You know what's and- crazy is this is actually what Varuna saw in the runes. She just didn't want to tell us. That, <laughs> yeah. That yeah, traps. sorry, guys. Yeah. She's like, oh, oh so... Thor and Jotuns, wolves oh. with money. Oh. What is going on here? I don't know. Uh, so uh, we've lost Luke, which is bad because he is in charge. Um... No, he said everything just now. That was him talking. Not Yeah, the almighty, all-knowing oh, yeah. Luke. Yeah, was... crazy that you sound so similar. Yeah, yeah, he's really good at imitating my voice. That's, yeah. Oh, I mean, nice. I'm really good at oh, imitating Arn's voice. Kidding. Please donate to Patreon so we can afford better equipment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we can we can rent a studio where we can all record together and this wouldn't be an issue. Yeah, please. yeah, yeah. Donate now, please. And please wear your masks so that we can meet in person so we don't have to deal with our Discord servers shutting down randomly. Yeah. Thanks, Obama. 
So listeners, um Hey, listeners, hey. Hey, let's have a chat. Hey, come over here for a second. Come over here with us. <laughs> Are you okay? It's it's okay if you're not. We're not. Clearly. We are not. Oh no, grandma died now. Hey, dear listeners. Uh, It's me, Britt. I play the part of Ulf. I am also the editor and your friend. Um, Anyway, we had crazy, insane amounts of technical issues in this episode, um, computer-wise, Discord server-wise, just an insane amount trying to get this episode done. Um, I'm going to do some fancy editing here, so... um, when we start back up, it will be with Luke continuing our adventure. Um, hopefully this doesn't happen in the future. Um, and hopefully my editing skills get a bit better. Anyway, thanks for sticking with us. Um, I promise the audio will hopefully get better. Anyway, enjoy episode three. Let us know what you think. Okay. Bye. So it's pretty easy. You you continue down this road and it it splits into a very rough hewn, what looks like almost a, like a deer trail, but was used quite a bit, uh, probably by Uthor going back and forth from the road from his uh, cottage of sorts. Um, so you kind of assume that's where you're supposed to be going, which seems to be in about the right direction. You don't know for sure, but... Heck, why not? There's a trail, follow it, right? That makes sense. Yeah, that tracks. So you'll you head into the woods following this this widened animal trail. And it doesn't take you super long, maybe the rest of the day. Uh night starts to be catching up with you. Uh when you start to see the, the trees open up and there's a small clearing. And sure enough, on the other side of this clearing is a small little cottage. Just really ramshackle, doesn't look to be very well kept, but it could certainly serve as a hunter trapper's house. I will knock on the door. Okay, uh, Bruno approaches with with no fear whatsoever. Everyone Fears for the perception week. Check. Everyone a perception check? Yes. Okay. Ooh, I got a 17. 16. I got a 16 as well. Grandmama? Mima. Mima, you there? Oh, oh. no. Dang it. <laughs> we there. got one back. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yes. Yes. Good. Beautiful. I got an 18. Sweet. Okay. So everyone notices as they walk up to this house, the uh, snow on the ground does not appear to have been disturbed for quite some time. There's no tracks in or out. It's, it's fresh snow. And you I know. It was fall. It is, but the snow has just started to come down on a small, thin sheet. Okay. So it was very late autumn, early early winter. There okay. was no noise when, when Varuna just barges up and knocks on this <laughs> person's door. Is there smoke coming out of the, the top of the house? There's not. I don't think anyone's home, Verona. I will still knock because it's polite. Knock, knock, knock. Then silence meets you from the other side of the door. I hope you're dressed because I'm coming in. I will will try to open the door. Okay, the door swings open freely. There's no lock. 
Okay. Uh, I'll, uh, is there anybody inside? Hello? Hello? Hey, not oof, oof. Yeah. Standard bet on her? Oh, yeah. Okay. I Guys, <laughs> I'm in a barf this time. You don't know what our standard bet is. <sighs> so inside uh, the, the cottage, before you lays kind of a, a scene of gore. Uthor. <laughs> and tosses a bag of coins to not oof oof. Uthor seems to be laying in this one room cottage in pieces and uh, what appears to be a section of the wall in the back of the cottage has been broken out. The The smell here is stale. It's not fresh. So it appears that he's been dead for some time. By some time, do we mean a couple days or like a couple weeks? Because the cold is keeping the smell down. Cold is definitely keeping the smell down. Um, but you're looking at probably a couple of weeks um, as the blood is dried, um, less than coagulated, and the body seems to be in an advanced decay. Arn moves to inspect the body. Grandma moves to inspect the household. Uh, and Ulf would like to inspect around the outside of the house. I'm going to okay. step outside, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to eat uh, some snow, wash out my mouth. who's uh, inspecting things, roll investigation. That's a 20? Yes, the, the d20 is your do stuff dice. And just to confirm, like if I have a, on my skill sheet here, there's a plus one next to investigation. So... I naturally roll. rolled a 13 right now. I'd add one and then also plus my wisdom modifier. Nope, that, that is all calculated. That plus one is already counting the wisdom? Yes. Okay, so I got a 14 then. I got a 16. I also got a 16. I rolled a 17, um, but I'm not investigating. That's just how much snow I'm putting in my mouth to clean it out. <laughs> <laughs> so, Verona, oh, oh, quick question: Can I somehow outside. relate what I'm investigating to a sense of smell? Hmm. So I have that keen sense, little perk here, and I get a plus something when I can relate it to smell. Aren't you investigating the body, right? Yes, all knowing. Uh, you're overwhelmed by by the smell of the late decay. Yeah, it doesn't smell kind of ambiently very bad, but when you get up close to it, oh yeah, you're you're kind of overwhelmed, especially with your keen senses. Neat. Uh, so, so you could roll me a constitution check to keep from barfing yourself. Ooh. I roll a 15. 15. That's great. So, yeah, you, you manage to hold it and you deal with dead things pretty often. You're a hunter, you're a trapper, you, you know what death is and what it smells like, so you're fine with it. Uh, Grandma, you look around the house and... Got a 16, but I also have a, I have a plus two for my investigation. So you have 18? Just to make sure I have everyone in the right places. Arn's at the body. Grandma's in the house. Ulf is outside. Yeah. Grandma's looking at the household. Neat. Okay. So, Ulf, you're inspecting the body. It does appear to be a couple of weeks old. Um, Arn. Looks... Arn is inspecting Yes, yeah, sorry. Arn. Arn is Come inspecting on, the body. Luke. It is uh, a couple of weeks old. And uh, there's definitely animal attack vibe you're getting from the body pieces uh you don't believe any humans have done this it's definitely something big something furry with claws and teeth grandma you look around the house it, it appears to be a struggle occurred here um if the body wasn't evident enough there's really basic food housewares things that you 
bare minimum to survive, but at least comfortably. Uh, some of the food has started to go, um, and uh, there isn't really much else of worth here beyond, you know, you you see a, a quiver of arrows hung up on the wall next to the door. Uh, there's there's a relatively nice bow, a hunting bow there next to it, and uh, somewhere nearby the body as you're kind of scuffling around the, the small one-room cottage, there's a nice sharp skinning knife that appears to be next to what looks like a hand, but you can't entirely be sure. But does the household go from the inside to the outside or the outside to the inside? That question confused me. So, you know, when when you throw a rock through a window. Right? Oh, sure. Yes. Yep. So have the the debris from the uh, hole in the back wall uh, definitely looks like a little bit of both. It looks like something came in from outside and then escaped that same way. Okay, okay. Uh, how do we feel about Grandma picking up this nice, awesome hunting bow over here? Just sort of... Uh, go for it. Sweet. I got some more weapons, guys. With a double-sided battle axe is taking that nice bow. <laughs> I don't have a double-sided battle axe. I have two axes, and I have two daggers, and now I have a bow. <laughs> she just needs one more to complete the set. Achievement unlocked. <laughs> Anywho. And Ulf, you, you're outside. Um, again, the, the snow is undisturbed. Uh, roll me... Uh, you already rolled an investigation. Mm-hmm. Honestly, there's not much to find outside. You discover the same thing when you go around the backside of the house. Okay. It looks like something escaped out there, but it was a while ago. Uh, roll a perception check as well. Okay. Just not Ulf, Ulf or everyone? Nat 20, baby. That is not Ulf, Ulf. Uh, with a nat 20, you could easily see off in the woods uh, a pair of eyes staring at you from the quickly encroaching darkness. They're low to the ground, and they are not humanoid, at least so far as you can tell. With a nat 20, you definitely catch the glint of the setting sun on something's eyes in the woods, and that's about I would say 60 to 80 feet back in the in the trees and underbrush. So you you just barely caught this, and it might have been the movement, it might have been the glean from the eyes, but you lock your stare on these two pair of eyes that are staring right back at you. And I think that's a good place where we'll end for the night. Okay. Oh, no. So uh, thank uh. everyone for listening. Uh, I hope you're enjoying it so far. It's, it's uh, starting to get a little bit more fast-paced. So just bear with us, and uh, you'll see some fighting soon. But uh, we'll catch you next Maybe time. Maybe I'll be able to cast a spell. Woo! <laughs> or just hey. read some runes. Or just read some runes <laughs> directly. Shut up. Or not vomit. We'll catch you again. next time on Hell or High Water. <laughs>